Hello and welcome to another episode of Work It Mommy, where the goal is to be the best mom ever, but of course, stay sane while you do it, okay? And we can do it. So I have kind of a different one for you today. Um, I don't know why I say I have a different one for you, like probably just about every time I'm recording, but I think it's, when I say different, it's a little bit non-traditional, I should say. And I wanted to talk to you about bedtime stories, okay? Do you read bedtime stories to your children? If so, you know, what time, what type of stories, and how do you think it benefits them? That's what I would like to know from you. So if you guys will, you know, share your thoughts on that in the comments, that would be awesome because I really always want to have that kind of like dialogue back and forth with us mommies just sharing with each other, you know, how we are able to, you know, have some successes and share those successes so others can learn from it. So I'm going to share with you what I do for bedtime stories, okay? And remember, my approach is a little bit non-traditional, okay? Wait for it. I don't read bedtime stories. Ah, now I know at this point, you probably have your hand to your chest. You have already inhaled and exhaled because you're getting ready to huff and scoff, throw your hand up in the air and change the channel. Okay, because you may consider what I am saying about not reading your child a bedtime story something to uh, 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 that, that noise. <laughs> I know she did not just say she does not read her child a bedtime story. Yes, I did. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. So, as new mommies, we all kind of start out, you know, we have these ideals you know about you know being a mother and and parenting and all of that and i think it's good to draw on your past experiences and kind of the way society in some regards have have laid things out given us a mental picture from the images that we see on tv or wherever you know regarding parenting i'm not knocking bedtime stories i think bedtime stories or are a great thing to do for your child. You'll read all kinds of research studies about how it draws the mom uh, and the child closer together and how, you know, it increases this and many things, okay? So there are, of course, benefits to reading your kids' bedtime stories. But what I do is I read daytime stories and I read lots of daytime stories. And Here's a reason why I do it. Number one, I always found that I had this idea ingrained in my head. I need to read them a bedtime story. I have to do that every night before I put them to bed. And I did. And I think most parents start out doing that. And then you quickly realize by the end of the day, you are what? Exhausted. You're exhausted. Okay, and probably the kids exhausted too if they haven't taken a nap, you know, if that's part of your routine or, you know, whatever, maybe they're just having a bad day, but you're both tired, you know, especially the mommy because you have been doing everything under the sun, okay, 
all day and you at this point just want this child to go to bed you want to put your baby to bed and you want to proceed with a million other things that we mommies do while our kids are asleep right so i quickly realized i was like you know what i'm tired okay and so i'm just trying to speed through this book and then the baby's tired so you know by the second page they're clunked out they're asleep and so the benefit of that is them hearing your voice puts them to sleep but the negative negative of that is they don't get to hear the story they didn't get to hear the story they don't get to ask questions and point to the little colors on the page and you know make those little brain connections their little brains is so sleepy by that time just like oh what a nice book good night you know and so I had to sit back and reflect and be like okay how effective is reading a bedtime story actually yes it gives them that feeling of nurturing and everything but you know the point is from reading to your child you want them to learn you want them to learn letters and words and sentences and you know colors and shapes and all those things and at night I feel isn't the best time to do that because their brain is shutting down, your brain is shutting down too, and you're both tired and just want to go to bed, okay? So that was one reason um, why I stopped doing it. The other reason I stopped doing it is because when they get a little bit older and they are able to stay awake a little bit, it draws out bedtime, mommies. Think about this, okay? You want to have your time in the evenings to either relax or maybe catch up on some work stuff you need to do, clean up, whatever, okay? So when they draw it out, read me another one, read me another one, I want another story, oh, uh-uh. So now you're spending more time with them and guess what else they're doing? They're pushing you and making you spend more time and drawing the bedtime out, okay? So that's the other reason I'm like, you know, every time I read a story, even though at that point, my oldest daughter, you know, couldn't even fully talk yet, she would just get up, go get another book and keep bringing them because she knew. So I was like, no, I'm putting it into this right now because she just is going to keep this going. And it, it's just, I, when I need you to go to bed, I need you to go to bed. Night, night is night, night. Okay. So that's reason number two um, that I uh, stopped doing it. Uh, reason number three is I really also think that when you're reading to your child, again, any activity at night is going to make their brain want to keep going instead of going to bed. So not only does it draw out bedtime, I feel personally it makes your child once they reach like over the age of two it makes them not want to go to sleep because it like turns for some of them not everybody almost turns the brain on to start oh what's this on the page tell me what's that mommy da, da, da. it kind of piques their interest and so now they were sleepy before you brought them in a room but now because you want to read them a story they're awake again or maybe they're still sleepy but they just got out of that you know sleepy they were already kind of low they were almost there and now just that little bit of extra gave them their second win and we don't want the second win when we try to put them to bed uh uh 
you want that just night 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 is night night is night night okay um so let me talk to you about what i do with my daytime stories okay so we have story time every single day sometimes several times a day usually um right after we get up uh we have a quick little story time okay so it's like oh thank you so much you woke up yay rise and shine okay let's read a book and at that time what it does is it gives them like a smooth transition into waking up it's like wow you know i just woke up i'm still a little sleepy i'm still a little groggy but i have mommy she's you know right here i'm laying on mommy i'm cuddled up with mommy and i can gently wake up to the tunes of a nice book you know their favorite little book and it kind of gradually wakes them up so that is really i feel a good thing to do and i feel that it makes them get up less irritated because sometimes when they wake up in the morning just like we are we're a little and eh, we got a little funky you know we got a little attitude okay so as you know toddlers can get big time attitude in the morning you know especially if they're hungry you know so it eases the transition because um with my oldest daughter she would get up and almost just start demanding things give me food i want to go outside let me do this we doing that and it's like she would just start barking and i'm like hey man uh-uh mommy's not having that up in here okay so i was like i think this would be a really good way for her to wake up in a more gentle way and and us to start off the day on a good foot start off the day on a good note you know we're already you know we started out cuddling and then we've read this really great book and then i go okay we're done all right let's go get some breakfast or let's start our schoolwork or whatever it is that we're doing that day and we started it off so well so i highly recommend that it's worked great for me you know and of course put your own spin on it make it work for you you know maybe change up the time or what have you okay um and then of course, um, once school work is done, we kind of have a little bit of a break. We may go outside and, you know, do some activities, you know, um, let them ride their bikes or whatever. And then once I want them to wind down, maybe I'm gonna try to give them, and I, I'm not, we're gonna talk in another episode about nap times and things like that. But if I just want them to kind of do an afternoon, wind down what i will do is after they've done you know sweating their little hearts out you know they've gotten all that energy out and now they're kind of tired i'll read them another story because when they're tired in that way and you just want them to go to sleep you know during the day at another random time this is the time to kind of use that soothing voice to get them to go to sleep during the day because maybe you have something to do or they just need the rest so that's i feel a better time to use that technique than at night when i want to literally say night night you know tuck you under peace see you in the morning okay so i really like using a story before a nap time or before an afternoon just kind of 
chill time. Other times that I like doing stories is any time they ask, okay? So, and you can't always do that. Let me say that because I felt a scoffing coming on. Some hands were already <gasps> ready to huff. And, you know, so I'm like, okay. When you can, though, when your child brings you a book, read them the book. You know, um, maybe you're just sitting on the couch and you're just relaxing, you know, and they bring you that book read it to them because you want them to have an interest in reading and learning and if they feel that they can approach you with their book at any time and you're going to actually take the time to read it to them it almost kind of shows them that hey my feelings or things that i want to do are important to mommy and it also teaches them what types of things are important if that makes sense so it's like oh mommy always when i bring her a book she'll always read me a book mm, i'm gonna bring her more books because i want to spend this time with mommy so you're getting them to be drawn to you in a very positive way through reading books instead of maybe you know just hey play with me with this toy that's good too you want to play with toys with your kids but you know you're encouraging them to have an interest in books and that's going to be something that will stay with them as they age if you do buy out the time to read to them when they ask. So, you know, the rules in my house is, you know, I'll read you a book whenever, you know, but at nighttime, do not ask. Okay. And that <laughs> probably still sounds a little bit strange to most. And every now and then, my oldest will still pull it and be like, but mommy, I want a bedtime. I'm like, how many times will I have to tell you I'm not reading you no book at night, night time? Because mm -mm, I need you to go night, night. That's the point of night, night time is you, toddler, go night, night. So that's the only rule. Books any other time and really have fun with your kids um, with the books. I uh, stumbled upon uh, the cutest little book ever. Uh, yesterday, actually, out in the store, I was just at Ross, and it was the cutest little toddler book, and it was called You Are the Warmth in My Heart. Oh, my goodness. And it just kind of, you know, it was written from the perspective of a mom with her child, and it had, like, a little bunny, the mom bunny, and all these different animals, and she was like, you are the glimmer in my heart, and my heart leaps when I think about you. And, oh, and my girl, they just loved it. They loved that little book. So, um, highly recommend finding books that kind of start that kind of a dialogue between you and your child oh mommy loves you so much you know and 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 I, I told her i said i saw this book and i wanted to buy this book because it expresses everything mommy feels about you everything oh mommy i love this book so it can really be awesome as you know how important it is you know to read um to your children and everything also Another tip that I want to share with you, if you have a child that is below kindergarten age in most areas at most local libraries, they have, and of course, you know, things are different right now, so you'll have to check with your local libraries to see if they're open. Some in some areas are, you can, you know, kind of reserve the book, you know, online, email in, and then they'll have the book ready for you and you just pick it up. 
if you're in one of those areas where you still have access to libraries. Um, but what I would do would be to say, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, so what you can do if you your libraries are, you know, still functioning, everything is ask them if they have the thousand books before kindergarten program. So I started this with both of my little ones. My eldest has now um, progressed out of the program and it's just the funnest little thing ever. It's just a nice little way to start building a goal of reading. So the way it works is basically you check out library books and each time that you do, they give you a sheet and it has like um, maybe butterflies or a little animal that you color each time you read a book to your child. So once they're old enough to actually, you know, color in um, all of the little marks themselves, it's a great activity for them to do themselves. Like you read the book to them and say, okay, you just did a book. That's excellent. Now let's show our progress. Let's mark down that we completed this book on our, um, our score sheet. And it's just super cute. So it encourages you to keep going to the library to get books and it shows your child, hey, reading is fun and I should read as many books as I can. And how, this is how I'm progressing. Look, now I've read 10 books, 20, 30, 40, 500. So, you know, it really, really, really does help. And then when my daughter did start school, I felt that it really gave her kind of a jump start with her vocabulary, even though I didn't do a whole lot of reading activities with her um, before kindergarten. I just, me reading to her, her vocabulary and comprehension was like highest in the class because she's heard so many words and asked so many questions about what she's heard that she has like a good understanding, you know, uh, of certain things already. So it's, that was really encouraging to see. For me, it was also a goal. So I wanted to teach my little one that, you know, reading books is good. But with that, we were also setting a goal with that program. So it's like, okay, can we get to a thousand books? We got to finish this thousand books before you start kindergarten. Okay, yeah, that sounds fun. And then I'm going to be prepared. I'm going to be a big girl, you know. So it really gives them the idea from day one to be goal-oriented and to be driven, you know, and she would sometimes remind me, mom, we didn't get a book today. Don't let me pass the library. A book, a book, a book. That was like before she could even fully talk. A book, you know, drive, drive, drive. Book, book. Oh yeah, mommy needs to check out another book. So it's just a super fun activity to do. So again, it's the thousand program, uh, I'm sorry, the thousand books before kindergarten program. And just go and ask at your local library if they have it, you know, and each time they complete a sheet, they show it to the librarian and she will give them like maybe a little sticker or, you know, something like that they would usually give or like another coloring sheet that just had like maybe an animal on it. But again, it shows them progress and then they're interacting with another person and all these little good things for them to start learning straight away. So, um, I really found that program to be helpful. I hope you can also go check it out because I really feel that it'll be helpful for you and your little ones as well. 
And um, if they don't have it, let's say you're in an area where they're like, never heard no thousand book program, never fear. Guess what? You can create your own thousand book program because all you have to do is go online. They already have those little kind of progressional um, coloring sheets. And, you know, maybe you feel a thousand is too many for you. Do 500, tailor it to you, you know, and just print off the little sheets and they'll have little boxes on there that you can color every time you read a book with your child. You can start doing it and then as soon as they can hold their little crayon, let them do it, okay? And stick it on a wall. That's what I did, you know, and a little like slip cover, clear uh, sheet protector and just stuck it on the wall. So we saw it all the time in a main area that we had to pass so we never forgot about it. And you can make your own program like that. And so then every time you go to the library, you go, oh, as soon as we get home and we read this book, we got to check it off. So it's just awesome. And you can, again, tailor it however you want to make it work for you and your family. Um, and what you will also find um, if you do that when they get really into it is they'll start keeping a track of books that other people read them. So it's another tip I would do is if like maybe I was going out for a date night, I would say to the babysitter, hey, could you please read three books to my child and check them off the checklist? And boy, the my little ones really love that the babysitter read me three books. Oh, and we colored them off, mom, and look what we did. Oh, my word, the cutest thing ever. So that's another way you can work it in, you know, or maybe you have a live-in nanny, or maybe you have, you know, maybe grandma lives with you, you know, to help you out with your little ones, whomever. Anyone who reads your child a book, check it off on the checklist, okay, because it's just awesome. So anyway, I hope that you found all this information to be beneficial. I hope that you will um, use this information and it will help you to introduce books and reading to your child in a fun and progressive way. And as always, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to drop me a line in the comments and um, also email me. That's cool too. Please also, if you have any other tips or maybe you are in the Thousand Book Program, please also drop a line and let us know what your experience is because if more people see that, you know, this is a cute, fun thing to do, then more people will use it. So thank you so much for listening to Work It Mommy and I hope you have a great day.